Uh, I couldn't just wait, uh, let him finish before I jump onto this uh, stage this morning. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Mm, to these beautiful faces I'm saying, I want to say good morning to all of you. Uh, for those that can't, that can't see, good morning. <clears throat> this morning, I will not agree uh, less with what the psalmist says in the Bible. He was, you know, King David always joyful, said, I will. You know, whenever he comes to the house of the Lord, he said, whenever it is asked, let's go to the house of the Lord, he's always joyful. Why is this so? Because in the house of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. In the house of the Lord, there is peace. That is what I want to talk about this morning. Peace. So this morning, uh, that will, I have, uh, before I would share my story, I, w- I just want to, this is my intro here. Okay, peace. It's taken from First John the Beloved, uh, 4 verse 4. Say, little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he, the he here, that is our big God. And I have to circle that. Who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Okay, at salvation, when you give your life to Jesus, you know, there, is, there, is, there are some elements, ingredients that comes with that. You know, by the time we, we grow in faith, we develop that. Okay, it's like immunity that God has given to you during salvation, that when, you know, something that is beyond human um, capacity strike, the forces that is the Holy Spirit that is backing you help you to cope with those adversaries. This morning, I'm going to tell you a story. It's a story of a king who called on his kinsmen in a faraway country. I was not there. You were not there. So I would just, you know, even though I'm telling lies, you won't, you won't prove me otherwise. <laughs> so he called on all his kinsmen. Okay, you are going to give me, it's going to be a contest to tell me uh, the artistic definition of what peace is, the definition of peace. Don't tell me, don't present, just draw. Okay? And whoever wins is going home with a handsome prize. So everybody, they were really excited. They engaged in this contest. And this is, I just made, I, I was able to zap this one from the internet. I put it this way. This is like the first one. He came with this definition. <clears throat> that this is what peace looked like. If you look at that, that is a body of water, like ocean, turbulent free, there's no storm, calm and blue. So this is the definition of peace. When there's no, there no turbulence, there's no windstorm, there is no trouble. This is the definition of peace. People applauded. This is beautiful. This is good. Somebody else came with this, something like this. This is also peace. And the king chose, this is, this is the winner of the contest. Everybody, people grumble, How will, what, what looks like peace here? <clears throat> because here you can see that is a, an eagle sitting on her nest, covered in snow, okay? And he couldn't do, any, I mean, she couldn't do anything more to control the weather. The wind, the winds, everything dumping on her. She might make it, she might not. But she just sitting there on her nest, waiting for better days ahead. 
This is the definition of peace to the king. And he was one that won the award. In the world we are today, it's similar to this. So many things as a Christian are being thrown at you. Seeking your body. Finances is not as okay as you think. Look at your <clears throat> all around you, kids, husband. It's not the way it ought to be. But that is why I told you from the beginning, okay, that at birth, as a Christian, there are some elements that comes with being born again. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creature. God, the heavenly, you have the heavenly backings, okay, that you can develop as a Christian <clears throat> to help you to withstand the adversity of the world when you have definitions like this. It's not really good. This is also, this is also peace. You can't manage what is going on around you, but through the word of God, you can control what is going inside of you. You can find peace for your soul. So this one, I want to, to point out two scriptural references. This is the first one here <clears throat> I have. It's uh, taken from the book of Second Kings chapter 6, verses number 8 to 17. Okay? I will read briefly, then I will sum up the emphasis. I will tell you where the emphasis lies. Once the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servant, saying, As such and such a place shall we be, shall we be my camp. But the man of God sent words to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God told him, thus he used, he used to warn him so that he saved him. Not once, not twice. And the mind of the king of Syria was greatly troubled because, this, because of this thing. He called on his servants and said to them, Will you not show me who of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, He was smart, none of us, Lord. Okay, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the word that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, go and see where he, where he is, that I may send and seize him. It was told him, behold, he is in Dothan. So he sent them horses. Just look at that, for one man. He sent horses, chariots, and great army. And they came by night. This is my emphasis here. In the morning, when the servant of oh, when the servant of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army of horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? You know, he as a Christian, he was afraid here. Well, if you're very conversant with this story, um, in chapter 5, before this very chapter, somebody had worked with uh, Prophet uh, Elisha. That was Geh uh, Gehazi. I don't think he's the one here, because he was leprous all of, already. This one is new. I don't think he know much. I'm just thinking, because it's not stated here, much about the God of, uh, what the God of Elisha can do. 
Okay, when he rose up in the morning, he has every right to be alarmed, to be afraid as a Christian. Just imagine, you know, what befell him. All of a sudden, the city, his house surrounded with amen. They were about to be arrested just for one person. And the master of verse said to him, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. That is my assurance for someone this morning. The Christ inside of you is more than the troubles you are going through. But there was a way out here. Then Elisha prayed and said, O oh Lord, please open the eyes that he may see. So that he, the Lord opened the eyes of this young man and saw, behold, the mountains were full of horses, chariots, of fire, and, and you know. So what is the lesson here? If the eye of this servant was not open, you can see him like a few minutes ago, he was so worried. The master was smiling because he knew the one that had his back ends. That is God himself. Now all of a sudden, he is smiling. Oh, this is going to be fun then. Because they, these people, they came with ordinary horses and chariots. Now what he's saying, he's saying thousands, they are not number, horses and chariots for fire. You know, I was, you know what, I just think of this. Here is Elisha. This is Simon. He's not worried anymore because he knows who got their backings. If the third person was there with them, whose eyes were not open, you know, he would be so worried because he's not saying what these two guys are saying. In troubles and tribulations, that is how the world, like this third person, that is how they see the Christian. Because you were going through this um, difficult situation that ordinarily some, some humans, they will, they will take their life. But here you are, smiling, hoping, like the second definition I showed you there, that God that is ahead of me, he's going to make everything workable for me. He's going to make everything easier. Okay? So the third person here, you know, is not in the, in the, in the scripture. That is how the, God, uh, the world look at you with everything befalling you, but you are still standing. I know you will not fall. The second story here I still want to bring out is uh, uh, the, uh, Jesus and his uh, disciples. In Mark chapter 4, 35 uh, to 41, he said, One day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. We were just moving across. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boats, just as he was, and other boats were with him. You know, if Sunday, if you read this, I thought it was, until I, when I started uh, doing this preparation, I thought it was only Christ's boats. There were other boats with them too. Okay? And great windstorm, and leaving the crowd, he took them in the boat, and just as he was, other boats were with him, 37, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the storm, so that the boat was already filling up. You know, um, when I, this is like the mission of the, of the devil. The Bible says he's a thief. He's a killer. He steals peace from people. When, when the windstorm came, it's not, going to let, it's not going to be easy. It's there to destroy. We thank God for the presence of Jesus. I said, but 38, when he was in his time, he was in his time asleep. He was sleeping on the cushion. And this woke him up and said to him, teacher, 
Do you not care that we are perishing? This is what I have to say here. When they go there to wake Jesus Christ up, you will think they, want, they call him to come and, you know, rebuke the wind. That was, not the, that was not the case. Because at the end of this passage, from their reaction, you will, I think they were thinking that he could help, come and help them, you know, paddle the whole stuff, let this thing, because you would die too. We're about to die. Someone, come on, get up, come do something. You know, and I said, when he awoke, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still, and the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Remember, there were other boats following them. Remember? When he spoke the word and there was calmness, they enjoyed from it too. When Jesus is on your boat, your peace can never be stolen. That is what I'm trying to bring out here. When Jesus, when you're making the Lord of your, your heart, you will enjoy peace unlimited despite the prevailing circumstances around you. Whether it is like the first definition I gave you with the blue sea, there's no trouble. Of course, that is definition of truth, peace too. When there's no trouble, that is peaceful, right? Of course, the second definition too, when they see, you know, you look at what is it's not really, it's not going the way it ought to be. But when you let him in inside your heart, okay, though you cannot control what is going around you, the Prince of Peace will rule your heart. Look at that's what I was saying. It said, they were filled with the great with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this? That even the wind and the sea they obey him. You know, that's what I was saying earlier. By the time they call him, they call him for maybe something, just come and help us, pardon and the rest. But Jesus Christ is just more than that. Okay, he can, you know, if the peace was not even there at all. He can bring it all. It was there. Somehow, somehow it, got, it got lost. God can still restore that peace to you this morning. Okay? Can a child of God go through life's turbulence after salvation? I'm not asking you. Just think about that. Some of you will be a Christian for a couple of years now. Okay? It's not, it's not just an, a rosy way to go. So now you hit the rock, you hit this, um, but because the heavens got your back and God himself, you will not fall. Look at this. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 and 2. Okay? This is meant for Christians. Okay, but now, first is the Lord who created you, O Jacob. He who formed you, O Israel. Fear not. When you say somebody, fear not, there's, there's tendencies that somebody is there to make you to be afraid. Okay? The opposite of peace is when there's trouble. Opposite of peace is fear. When fear, fear is present, peace evaporates. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. The way underlined here, number two, when you pass through the waters, these are troubles of life. I will be with you. And when you walk through the rivers, look at waters. It's, with, it's pluralized. Okay? It's not just one water. You move on this one, you're going to go another one. When you pass through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, and the flame will not consume you. I think God is, that is, God is speaking to someone today. That is your word. I don't know where you are right now. Okay? 
uh, a time will come in one's life, like the, the disciples, like Elisha's servant. Because when he came early in the morning, seeing those armies all around, he was greatly disturbed. If it was to be a physical fight, two, two vessels, you know, army that came with chariots and whatever, they can't do anything. But there was, God had a backing. They overcame that. I love the stories of the Bible. The Bible always says, and it came to pass. 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 That is the story of the Bible. Yours is not different. Yours will come to pass also. I say, okay, and uh, if there is anybody, I, I was just somebody, have you ever been on your very low moment? Of course, some of us will be there. John the Baptist was the first example that came to my mind. Very, very low moment. In fact, he proclaimed Jesus Christ coming. If you look at the study of the Bible, he was like six months older than Jesus, you know? He is the one, the one greater than coming. I'm not as great as he is. But when he was at this very, very low moment, you know, he called his disciples. He said, go, go look for Jesus. What should we tell him? Go ask him. Tell him if he's really the Christ we are waiting for. Oh, should we be expecting another one? That is the lowest moment he can go. So that we could face that too. Will you be Christian for a very long time? But why is this thing persisting? You look at you. It could be killed. You're telling the kid, come this way. This is the right way. He's telling you, no, I'm going this way. You, this is not, it's not right there. How do you know? I was there. Or someone was there. I said, no, I'm going. Let me see for myself. That could be a low moment. Or health. The doctor said, it's, this could be the last. But the pain is still there. But I don't know what is it. Okay, but all we know, we have God, like the, the, the choristers, they, they sang this morning. There is nothing that is impossible for our God to handle. But when you just lay it at his feet, instead of worrying, when you worry and worry, it cannot, it cannot add, it takes away from, from you. Okay, so, are you facing trouble moment right now? Just like Elisha, some God had your backing. Like the disciples of Jesus Christ, Christ is in your boat. When you receive Jesus, he's right there with you. Okay? And Christ who invited you, we don't allow you to wander away. In Matthew chapter 11, and verse 28, say, Jesus Christ beckoned, say, come. You, he invited you here today. Ali, you should have stayed at the comfort of your home. Every Sunday, you, Sunday, you come here, you know, Come unto me if you labor on a heavy laden. I said, I will give you rest. There's no, your husband, your, your wife, your brother, your, the one that loves you most cannot give you the kind of rest that Jesus will give. That rest is also called peace. That's what I'm talking about today. I will give you peace. Just all your worries, bring them here. Okay, the, my last, my conclusion, I'm going to tell you the two, my two recommendations that will bring the peace of God into your heart. Okay, what should I do? That is number one. Always dwell on God's word. This Bible, there are so many, the good, the bad, the ugly. There are some you don't want to do. Like Cain, they killed the brother. You don't want to do that. Okay? <laughs> but there are some, it's so, it's, if you are fond of reading the Bible, there's a kind of peace. It's, 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 Bible called it, it's, it's a word of life. You'll be imparted with life that will bring about peace 
that even if you are going through that turbulent situation, people are like, what, what is even wrong with you? That's how the word, like the third person I talked about earlier. He's always peaceful, despite the whole thing pressing around him, or, you know, because you have made, what, what does the Bible say? It says, Joshua 1 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good sources. Peace is prosperity. No matter, there's no amount of money you have. The peace is not there. That peace is not, that is not. Because I will call peace, it's like the gateway to your body. If you open it, I mean, uh, if peace is not there, anything can come in and just stick there. So if you have the peace of God, you are prosperous. So let us read. Try to, I know this part of the country, everybody, you just running, 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 you know. But try to create time. I know we have some uh, 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 means, the, the, what do we call it, the house fellowship, what do, you, what do we call it? Somebody remind me. The one we do at home. A community group. Yes, that is one of them. Okay? That is one of them. Okay? Be involved. But the one you read for yourself, one after the other, you want to hear God speak? Thus says the Lord. It's God that is speaking to you through the Bible. I'm not the one. You're going to see by yourself. That is going to, it's going to edify you. Then secondly, before I bring out the second one, you see this, my, my, you see this one. I hit my head so hard last week, about, over a week ago. I was playing soccer with my two boys. There's a pole. I didn't know. I thought I already dodged it. I hit myself, my head so hard when I felt like 20 seconds, I didn't know where I was. Yeah, it was that bad. I, I was bleeding. So my last son, I did that's so how <laughs> he ran to the mother. The mother went to, she was at the gym. She was not even home. So my last one ran out to call my daughter, brought the first aid. You know, I had to, my son was with me there. The first son was with me there, standing by me. You know, it was that sorry. So by the time we got in, we tried to clean the blood. To, should I call mommy? I said, no, I'm better now. What my daughter did was really, I, I I, I was so thrilled. I said, Dad, can I pray for you? I said, go ahead. She laid her hand and she prayed, God, let this, you know, I was so, I was so, you know, I don't know, how, what is that word? Blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> so this is it. Tell your friends that is Jesus Christ about your trouble. Just take, it, take your trouble to God. Because most of us, we are fond of, once we are hit, we go to Google. Google is not your, it's not your God. <laughs> or oh, Siri. I think Siri is in Siri. What can I do? Okay? Jesus Christ is your best friend. That is what my daughter, I said, okay, this thing we've been doing is working for us. I was so thrilled. So that was the first time. So this is, this is a hymn here. I like the, the, the lyrics. Okay? What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what a peace we often fulfill. We let it go. Okay? Oh, what an endless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Do you have trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? 
Don't be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. I want this one, whatever, no matter the, the problem, no matter how, if it's this big or if it's this big, tell your friend, Jesus, there's somebody here, OJ, where is he? Is he here? The way he prays, I just like, oh God, we, you know, you just talk to God as if he's just your power. That is how, he, he lost it that way. Take your troubles, no matter how big. That's what my daughter did. I was like, really? We do it. I, I, she saw me doing it too. I'm, I want to do more of it. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, some of you will be doing it too. Just let's do more of that. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, the Bible says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Always. Don't just be too hasty to leave your bed. Oh, where's the key? Bam, you're gone. Just a little bit, tell God in prayer. Or while you are driving, there's no way you could still be driving and, and, and pray, but don't close your eyes, please. You know what I'm saying? So, and with your children especially, that one is very, very much effective. Pray with them. They want to go back to school? Okay? The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6. It's dangerous out there. Always try to insulate your family with the blood of Jesus before you let it go. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, that is key. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I know where I'm coming from. You know where you are coming from. Where God took you from. Thank you for the previous. Why you are expecting the one I had to do for you. No matter if it's so messy all around you, it's not so good, it's not so beautiful. Thank you for that situation. I know you did it yesterday. You can do it again. The Bible said the same God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow is not going to change. It's not going to change. And I know God is out there for somebody today. That your peace, maybe it evaporated, ran away. God is going to restore it. Because we have the prince, as I Bible called the prince of peace. He was telling the children of Israel, I said, Don't, it's the peace kind of peace is not like the one the world will give you. It supersedes the kind of peace you know. I am glad you are in the house of the Lord today. So I don't know... You know, what have been the circumstances prevailing you? If you have like this kind of uh, peace we talked about earlier, the blue kind of peace, no trouble. After all, that is definition of peace. That is good. Congratulations. But I will assure you, it may, it may not be last, it, it's not going to be that forever. Okay? It's scriptural. If you have this one too, okay? God got your back. Let us pray. <clears throat> Our Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your children this morning, the ones here, the ones hearing me from afar. We are here today at your invitation. Uh, we know the kind of God we serve. You take care of everything. For your children, on the sign of my voice, Oh God, that long for peace, oh God. All the peace was not even there at all. We know you as the Prince of Peace that can restore all that the devil has stolen. Father, we pray for that peace today, for full restoration. And as we go about this week, we pray your presence will go with everyone. And we will live, we will break forth, and we shall see the evidence and your testimonies in our lives. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.